Welcome to the K-Pop Corner. This is Kendra. We have the awesome Jade. Hi, friends. We have episode 61. Sorry for the delay. Which, speaking of, I have a feeling we're going to have to delay again. For your trip? I don't think so. <laughs> no? Why are you blaming this on me? Oh, no, no, no. I'm not. I'm just stating. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I think <laughs> I, so. Because, yeah, unless you know we wanna... I am leaving in two weeks. Yeah, yeah, like we could just record next Friday, but I f- have a feeling you're going to be busy. So, however, we might have to push yeah, it we'll back. we'll figure it out. Again. Um, it's all Kendra's fault. If you didn't cancel this past Friday, we would have been right on schedule. That is not... Yes, that's 100% true. <laughs> You're not wrong. So don't blame me. <laughs> I'm not blaming, I swear to God. Um, you know, no, it's, it's just fine. life. Like, shit happens. Like, we I know. go on vacations. Like, Reagan just went to Costa Rica. So yeah. I I knew he was going to be life leaving happens. at, like, 2 in the morning. So I just figured spend time yeah. with him. And yeah. So with uh, episode 61, we have a lot of stuff happening. Um, mm-hmm. we're going to talk about Vanner, the music part, since we didn't get to talk about that yet. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll talk about Gravity, Sunseeker, mini album, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, it drops tomorrow, so obviously we can't talk about the music, but. Right. <laughs> Just the stuff leading up to it. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about Kim Sejong. And her newest sing on that single um, title track, Top or Cliff. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have like a lot of upcoming comebacks, little tidbits of information so far. Oneis, I've, um, and then we'll wrap it up with Jade's amazing time at Crazy K pop in New York. Yep. <laughs> it's a lot happening all at once. Right. A lot of catch up on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then some of the, you know, events happening, K- yeah. like K-pop stuff going on. Mm-hmm. So we'll get right into Vanner, their Veni Vitti Vici uh, debut album. I think right. it's got five songs, six? Six, five six. new tracks and um, a 2023 version oh, yes, of yes. one of their previous releases. So I made it a point to listen to the full album a few times through, mm-hmm. um, put it on on like a walk. <laughs> right. I think it's a pretty strong album. I really liked it. Yeah, I liked it as a whole. Like everything flows mm-hmm. nicely. Agreed. Um, I do like Performer. It's a nice boppy mm-hmm. title track. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they have like softer, softer side as well. So, right. I like it. What do you think? Do you have a favorite? I, I like the progression of this um, album. It's, you know, it's sol- It's a solid 20 minutes. I You know, when I took Toby out for a walk earlier, I listened to it. I'm like, I really enjoy it. I like that it starts very, like, fun and up-tempo. And then it kind of, like, slows down a little bit. And then, you know, the ending is a little <laughs> bit unexpected. Yes. But it is a remake of a previous release track. So I think at the beginning, because it had this, like, very nice ebb and flowness of the songs. And then, like, it was slightly <laughs> jarring the first time because the form is very, very strong. Yes. It is probably the strongest and loudest 
on this um, album. So, but after the first time, I was like, now I know what's coming, yeah. so it's fine. It's funny that you say that because I felt the same way. It's when you're not expecting it, and if you weren't like a prior Vanner fan, correct, you wouldn't know that's coming at the end. Correct. <laughs> Because if you take the first five songs, Performer, Diamonds, TBH, Want You Back, and Savior, it's actually like a really nice journey, right? It ends, you know, it starts very like kind of peppy and energetic, then it ends like on a very, like a more mellow kind of note. Yeah. Um, And then it's kind of like then form comes in. It's just, a you know, wakes you back <laughs> well, up. Well, bam. Yeah. <laughs> yes, a little bit of that. <laughs> but I really liked it. I, You know, this is sort of like my, um, you know, introduction to them, which mm-hmm. is also interesting. They're, they're calling this their first mini album, even though they've released stuff before. So that was slightly confusing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure what that was all about. Right. Unless the previous releases were not official releases. I'm not really sure um oh maybe yeah i don't know yeah but i know they set new records they've been selling a lot of albums they've been doing a full-on promotion so they seem very very happy and i'm very very happy for them they look yeah they look very happy yeah performer was their title track and then they also Mm -hmm. performed want you back as their Mm b-side which I thought it was really cute that they chose that. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, I feel like they've become, I I think they might have been mom babies from the get-go because I know even when they were on the show, they cover Monstocks. A couple of them went to like FanCon. They've been very oh, vocal true. over how much they love and appreciate Hyunwon and his songs. So this also just makes our mom baby hearts so incredibly happy. But um, Want You Back is also a really, really good song. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean. I like it. I know we're biased. Right. But, you know, at the end of the day, it is a really good song. I think it actually fits this album really, really well. So yeah. I'm really happy that it all really worked out for everybody involved. Obviously, I was most curious to listen to mm-hmm. this track. Because um, I wanted to see how the young one vibe came through or not, and to see how they right. how Vanner um, colored it. Correct. So the first time I listened to it, I think I was like even more intrigued because I just was like, I don't know what's happening. Like I can hear some influences of young one, but then right. Vanner definitely was taking it in their own and made it their own. Yeah, oh, absolutely. so totally different feel. And mm-hmm. it kind of ebbs and flows through the song, those elements. Right. So it's just really interesting. Yeah. But for me, I think I liked, I think I like Savior the most. <gasps> Same. That is my favorite <laughs> song on this album. I normally don't go for the softer songs. Mm-hmm. So I'm not surprised that you, because that's definitely a you thing. A lot of time. you know, like with Oneness and other groups, yeah, like you tend yeah. to gravitate to those sweeter. Um, but this one, it was like, it really showcased their vocals really exactly, well. and it exactly. was exactly. It's a nicely well written song, so the flow of it was really nice. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. It's it's you know it's kind of interesting the again like the progression of the album. Um, so coming from 
TBH, which is like, to be honest, like, I love you, right? That's sort of like the theme, like, to be lo- to be honest, I love you. Then it kind of pivots <laughs> to want you back. Yeah. Which is also kind of interesting because in the lyrics of want you back, they talked about being someone's savior. And then they ended with savior as a title of the next song. So whether or not this was done on purpose I, or co- completely by coincidence, I kind of love like like this sort of like storytelling. Um, but Savior definitely, it really showcases their singing abilities. It's just really beautiful. And um, again, I feel like, you know, title tracks are always, they have to hit different, right? Yeah. Most title tracks are not my favorite songs because they have to be much more energetic. It's much more performance driven. So for all of these songs, performer really makes sense because it is probably the, you know, pun- the most punchy yeah, taken out that. form. So that's what makes it make sense because it's all about the performance, the choreo, the sort of like stage presence. But definitely Savior... Um, just gives it a different flavor. I agree. I really, really enjoyed it. I think they could have done Savior as the B-side. Mm-hmm. And I think that would have been really nice as well. Correct. Because it would have gave a whole different side. Right. You know, because performers so much more upbeat and such. Um, right. Performing but- Diamonds really, for me, has a very similar feel. It's very, like, it's more peppier like more fun, more energetic. And then it kind of like slows down a little bit as it goes. Yeah. But yeah, I was super happy. I know they did a lot, like it's live. They perform with a band. Yeah. Um, I've seen a couple of their music shows. So yeah, they look great. They sound great. I'm super, super happy that they... um got this you know sort of amazing new opportunity to sort of like showcase their talents yep i agree i think it was successful i think so all things considered did you watch the music video i did a while ago (laughs) probably should Mm -hmm. have brushed myself up on it it's it's good Mm -hmm. um Trying to re-pull it up. What, what, mm. Did you have any thoughts? I remember when we were looking at their um, photo concepts, I was like, I hope these stick to this theme of, like, water. water. Yeah. They did not disappoint. They, <laughs> like, went full out. They're like, what can we do? Submarine check. Sales, yes. Lighthouse, yes. <laughs> Underwater, yes. Like, all rain, yes. Being wet, yes. That's so true. So I do love that they kind of, like, really stuck to this theme. <laughs> Um, which, you know, I appreciate. I don't know how well some of these pieces kind of like fit together, but it did make it sort of like interesting. There were some very interesting usage of like props and color. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do need to address this epidemic of poor lighting <laughs> in music videos. Wait, in which instance? Because <sighs> so far from what I've seen, it hasn't been... Bad. I, the the dance break was okay. like made me so upset. 
<laughs> I have to get there. You know what? I think at a certain point, the use of silhouettes and shadows makes sense in a music video. But for the life of me, I cannot understand why that's a choice for any dance break. The lighting and those oh, choices of okay. the dance break is it, it literally <laughs> it's it it's mind boggling, honestly. Well, I don't like defend them. <sighs> Are you I gonna can't. defend these poor well, no, choices, no. Kendra? It's just like, make it make sense. <laughs> there are some cool elements, like when he's in that tunnel esque thing with the blue light behind him. You know, it's kind of blue tinted. I get but, that. Okay. I get that. That's okay, like, wait, that's wait, like wait. an art choice, right? No, but the no, no, black... no, let's stop right there. If if that was just him, his silhouette with no other effect backlit, I would be like. That is an amazing usage of a silhouette. Wait, what do you mean? But those black, like, beams coming out of his extremities that completely covers up all the movement literally makes no sense from it. Yeah, okay. I would agree with that. I don't know what the fuck those black beam chunks are. Again, I think they're just trying to be too artful, artsy here, like, Obviously, I'm an art person. I get that, but it has to make sense, right? So I think that this scene could have been really cool, like you said, if they didn't have. I that. know. I do yeah. agree. Um, They're him, doing too much in all the wrong in, places. Well, him all in black on a black background. Mm-hmm. I don't get that. Exactly. Right. It's just weird. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know I what do they're. Do not understand. I like honestly that swirl with like sort of like cloud like that blue yeah and he's in the white that would have been so beautiful if they didn't put those fucking effects on it like why would you do that you're taking something like this is my problem it's always that you're taking something theoretically is really beautiful on paper could look gorgeous but then you add something that number one negates the effect and number two cheapens the concept yeah i don't really understand what the point was like for that la 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 part too mm-hmm. that dance break they're also in silhouette yep. and the Correct. whole i just maybe they're trying to portray something that i'm not picking up with the use of silhouettes and the darker feel um but for that kind of dance break you should just showcase them in my opinion like all the other poppy color scenes they have, even the one where they're kind of like in front of a lighthouse esque kind of thing with the white floor, mm-hmm. they could have done it there, where everything's nice and bright. I don't know. Right. I might be missing something. You know what I think it's happening. I think what they're shooting it, and I, you know, this is kind of weird. Like lighting and post-production kind of Mm. you know melts together for me yeah i think what's happening is it's like you have these concepts and you're like okay this is kind of like the scene i conceptualize it it's going to be kind of grand it's going to be silhouettes i'm going to have this beautiful backdrop of like the stern of the ship or whatever you know it's it gives you visual interest and as you're shooting it in real time you could see the vision, but in post-production, that is cut into like three seconds. Right. And when you That's piece true. all of those things together, when they're becoming so like very short, tiny vignettes, 
I feel like people don't realize like the concept is com- now it's completely lost. There's no bigger meaning. You're just like, seeing such small snippets, and you know the thing is, is like, does it make sense when it's all said and done? Right. Like, again, why is it always in the dance break? This is where I, I know. literally have no idea. <laughs> the dance break, I think, is the catch. You know, like you want to catch the audience. Yeah, um, but they literally made made it black on black. I know. Well, like I said, Who even in thought the other that was scene, a good idea. So I think I don't know which member it is, but he's sitting on like the mast, mm-hmm. um, slightly backlit, and it's orange. Mm-hmm. You know that that yeah. looks those sh- shots look really cool. Right. I know they used that same scene for that la 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 part dance mm-hmm. break. But they right. made them all kind of casted in a dark shroud. I just don't yes. understand why. What was the purpose? I know. I know. Because they have really cool choreography moves. I know. Too. And you're just yeah. kind of missing it when it's like that. Right. And especially the one in the tunnel where he's just by himself. Like, I think part of it is just like you're i get you're putting him in that silhouette it's really to showcase his dance moves but when you add the effects of those elongated sort of like black you know lines through it that's where your eye goes to you're no longer watching him you're just just distracted by these like sort of like black lines coming out of his form which again defeats the purpose of the dance break right I think I could have forgave the black shit more if it was just used on his arms because they're pretty subtle. Correct. But the ones right. on his legs are really stark. Correct. It's just, I these choices are just like literally mind-boggling to me. <laughs> but this It's is- unnecessary. It's impacting, the, it's, it's impacting the music video in a really negative way for me because yeah. you're taking away something that is, yet again, like beautiful and sophisticated and just making it like garbagey because it's just unnecessary it's like yeah it's just nonsensical because no i'm looking at a shot at like 219 where Mm -hmm. they've so showed this shot in Mm -hmm. the bright concept too where everything's Mm -hmm. white with the colors Mm -hmm. and they're dancing and i just don't understand why they chose in this instance um with you know the part of a dance break to put them in the shadows like this like the muted colors are pretty but (laughs) it just doesn't make sense it needs light it needs some sort of i I just i I don't know like honestly (laughs) it just like these here's the thing lighting (laughs) it's not just that i again i think it's this concept that more is better more is not always better i feel like sometimes like refrain is needed and things maybe just needs to be stripped down a little bit i don't know maybe like people think that like k-popers have like no attention span or like they don't want to see something that's pretty for longer than five seconds Uh, that we have to be jarred all the time like i mean it's like what would be the point of this? I feel like you're probably right. It is meant for the... I can't take... You know, like, my attention span is no longer than a millisecond. 
But there, I don't want to look at something pretty for more than four seconds. There have <laughs> been so many music videos out there that are gorgeous, done really well, but the scenes are so fucking short and so choppy right. that you're just like, why? Yeah. Why? Like, this could have been way more impactful. I know. Like, but that's my beef. Yeah, and I agree. Other than that, though, I still think... Um, I still think it was a really good title track. It's fun. It's yeah. fun. Um, I do like the colors mm-hmm. and the um, environments they created. Yeah. Very much in the whole sailor water theme. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I think that you, I mean, I think they really did use some of the backdrop and props well. It's just, you know, yeah. my continuous issue with lighting. <laughs> so, it's, yeah. I hear you. So, other than that, do we have any other thoughts? No, and it was really nice that, like, I saw some articles written about them. People seems very enthusiastic. Um, yeah. I think it was really well received. So, I hope they continue to ride this, you know, newfound, regained popularity. Same. You know? I agree. Yeah. I'm, sh- I'm hopefully, you know, we'll see more from them. I don't see why we wouldn't so exactly unless they're like i think they're too young to enlist oh i honestly have no idea what their ages are (laughs) i don't either i could totally be surprised and be like oh shit what (laughs) (laughs) so on to gravity sunseeker let me pull up my my stuff um Comes out tomorrow mm-hmm. at 6 p.m. Korean Standard Time. They just released their highlight medley today. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, wow. Come on, brain. Can never remember will I, whether I put stuff under bookmarks or liking. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I need to be more consistent. Yeah. Okay. Also, they announced a US official store. I saw that. I don't know what that means. Nope. You know, they don't really say. So I thought that I, was interesting. I, I... Um, which I mean is I'm assuming it's very much like the Monster X US store, right? Could be. Yeah. Oh, where is their shit? What's going on here? What are I tried, you looking for? I tried to be prepared. Somehow I'm not prepared. Oh. Like with the track list and. Oh, this that. is their track list. They have cheese, ready or not, megaphone. Vibration, Nine O'Clock, and Love Fire. Six songs? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So they're releasing, they already released Cheese. That was their pre-release. Yes, like a pre-release. Yeah. yeah. Um, very youthful. <laughs> it's teen pop. <laughs> right? Uh, there's a category? No, I. that's what I'm <laughs> calling it. It's just like teen pop. I mean, it's not it's very, like it's not my vibe. No, but 
that's okay. It's you know, very they're a younger group. Youthful, yes. Not yeah. not for me and Jade, which is totally okay. Right. Um yeah. I just I didn't vibe with the song at all. Mm-hmm. Which is okay. Um, you yeah. know, and it's cute. They're like running around in what looks like California and Yeah. Having a good they're time. They're like suburban and... teenagers. Being yeah. suburban teenagers. <laughs> yeah. It was a really weird ending in my opinion. Uh, where they come out to say you're still here go yeah. home and listen to the song again <laughs> I was like whoa it's what? breaking the fourth wall yes yeah, uh, yeah. that was that was weird <laughs> <laughs> I was already sitting kind of stretched well like, because you weren't like invited to the party you're not. like just there to like party with them they invited <laughs> you in and then it's like get the fuck okay, out <laughs> get the fuck out go time to go home yeah Ah, oh, that's so funny. I don't even it's think It's like I was a invited. day in the life, right? I feel like I was crashing the party. <laughs> oh, no, well, I'm yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. At this point, I'm like the parent, like yeah, watching, exactly. you know, what's happening from afar. Yeah. <laughs> Again, it, it's like not, it's not for us and that's okay. It gave me um, flavors of love kind of vibe because they're kind of like in that cafe, you know, yeah. they're kind of in a colorful it's not as sleepy as flavors of love i feel like flavors of love was yeah no you're right yeah but i mean i guess i mean aesthetically ish true only in the fact that they're in one part of the video they're in a diner and they're eating Mm -hmm. and they're kind of like laughing and having fun yeah (laughs) but that's probably that's team pop not for us no (laughs) I'm not sure if I'm going to feel this album in general. I do feel like the whole album aesthetically is teen pop. Yes. Very much like cheese. Like even Ready or Not, yes. I'm like, oh. <laughs> we'll see. Um, I am very intrigued by Love Fire. Love Fire. Yeah. I don't because I listened to the headline, headline Metlin today, and I was like, ooh, that might, you know, that kind of like. Yeah. There's one song that I was like, okay, this Maybe. might be the one. But right. I don't remember which one it was. We never know. I mean. <laughs> right. Like, I always take so. these highlight medallies with a grain of salt because. Of course. Sometimes they're not capturing everything that would actually capture oh, your of attention. Of course. Right. I can't find the song. Oh. It could be the same one. I think it's on their YouTube channel. Yeah, I'm trying to like scrub through. Oh. I don't know. Vibration feels like it could be okay. Don't remember. The only one I like I kinda made a mental note was Love Fire. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I mean, you know, here's the other thing. I am, like, not certain what is, like, their sort of, like, concept. So I feel like their concept is just very young for me. (laughs) Um, I I am right there with you. I've never been able to figure out what their concept or what their jive is because... Correct. The music that brought me into them, especially like seeing them live, right? Um, like gas pedal, vidi vidi vici, mm-hmm. like all that stuff, right? 
totally different vibe than this album. What's been, yeah, same. And very I different mean, it than It is called Sunseeker, right. Yeah. It is called Sunseeker. It's giving very much like summer vacation, Yeah, you know, driving to the beach kind of like. I would agree with that. Yeah. Like, you know, Youthful. that time between high school and college, like yeah. your last summer hurrah kind of thing. That's what it's giving to me. So, like again, meeting up with your friends, yes. driving downtown, you know, going to a diner to eat, surfing, right. skateboarding, yeah. going to the parks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like you're not fully an adult yet. <laughs> you know, you're not worried about those things. Yeah. You're just worried about like hanging out with you know, with your friends before you become adults. So, which is fine, again. Um, That's what makes K-pop kind of great. There's something for everybody. So. The concept photos are interesting. I agree. They're a bit all over the place for me. Yes, yes. Did you ever find concept photos too? Which one are you looking for? So there's... It's called Pacer, Seeker, and Catcher, right? Oh, okay. Maybe I can find it better that way. (laughs) Pacer, Seeker, Seeker. And Catcher. I don't know why I, like, have a hard time finding all this stuff. Like, even on their official page, there's just so much content. It's hard to figure it out. I know. It makes me feel old. <laughs> like, why can't oh I my find God, this? Oh, that's so funny. Oh. What is that? Wait, they have four concepts? Oh, they have four? Oh, shit. I only have three. Right? I thought there was three. I did three. not know they have four. There's... Gravity unveils fourth concept photos. Like, Wait, I... what's the fourth concept? <laughs> Pacer. Oh, sorry. I'm struggling. Seeker. I don't know. Catcher? No, I have catcher. I have pacer, seeker, catcher. Oh, and maybe? I'm, I don't Korea know. Blue is just... Oh, is this seeker night version? Are there two? Oh, <laughs> is are that there what two? that is? Oh, I think maybe there's <laughs> seeker and seeker night version. Well, now that you give me names, that makes it slightly easier to no, find the that, Yeah, there's a seeker night version. Oh. Kind of yeah, kind of like what we talked about the unseen. We were confused oh. that unseen was two separate ones. Yeah. Oh God. Okay. What yeah. are the three? Sorry. Pacer, Pacer, seeker, catcher, and I guess seeker night version. <laughs> okay. Well, fuck. I don't know if we'll get through all of them, but. Just because I'm now kind of confused, like, what it, what does the night version even look like? It's just, what the fuck? The day version, are they in the, like, green bushes? Uh, Was that a different The concept? Seeker? Yeah, no, that is. Like, they're in, like, it looks like a, yeah. Field, not a field. Kind of field, but like forest. Um, yeah, like they're yeah. by some arborvitaeums. <laughs> yeah, arborvitaeus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, po- poking through. Um, yes. Very preppy vibe. A lot of plaid. Yes. There's a very yes. distinct uh, 
almost kind of like a vintage flair to this. Mm-hmm. It has like a weird filter. Yeah. So I thought yeah. that was interesting. Mm-hmm. 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 And then two. So is the plaid one pacer? Uh, hold on. <laughs> I feel like my Getting brain's confused. gonna break. <laughs> this is crazy. No, because some of them are wearing also plaid in the Seeker version. So, okay. uh, wait, what are we talking about? Pacer? Let's see. They don't make this Please easy. Hold. No. Um, it's the, I don't, like, there, it's more black, a lot of shorts. Like, they all have, like, some sort of element of black. Hmm, like a black blazer? Oh, are you talking like about a black the blazer? Yes, okay. okay, yeah. It's got the red background, correct. I don't know what's happening. I feel really dumb right now. <laughs> this is really crazy. Yeah, I it's haven't... got, like, that maroon background. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, anyway, they they have a very interesting concept direction amongst all the concepts. Some of it, I feel like, links directly to the music video. Mm-hmm. Um, some of it's definitely for cheese. And others, right. I, like the plaid thing, is just kind of lost on me, but that's okay. I, I'm, I'm sh- waiting for the elbow to drop. Yeah. Maybe it will make sense. We'll find out tomorrow. I'm sure it'll yeah. all tie together. Maybe. I mean, sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. This is just that's, how it goes. That is true. So, yeah. But very youthful. Yeah, like Catcher's more like, I don't know if I would say rugged. <laughs> They're like... At a climbing gym, it's just, you know. Ah, okay, I see those, yeah. Yeah. It's like the first time I've seen Serum without dark hair. He has, like, blue hair. Oh, yeah. Like a steely yeah. blue. Mm-hmm. That's kind of exciting. Mm-hmm. He's, like, the one person where I always know who he is. <laughs> right. The other I'm getting change. better with gravity. Yeah. yeah. I still haven't, like, done a full deep dive like hardcore throughout all the eras because i feel like that's the only way to get to know them i have not done that either but um i just think they're just like in my periphery a lot more now so i'm getting used to seeing them yeah in my universe so you just kind of like you know, you learn them one by one. Right. And then there's just the process of elimination. And then, you know, <laughs> then it kind of clicks. I try. Like, when they pop yeah. up, I try to be like, okay, who's that? Who's Like, I quiz myself, but. Also, their TikTok is one of my favorite K-pop TikTok pages. Their TikToks are so funny so funny because i think i added them after you said that and i feel like i never mm. ever oh, really? see them <laughs> oh they're very very funny i gotta get my algorithm in healthy order yeah i mean somewhat like their tiktoks are hilarious <laughs> yeah 
they do a lot of fun, you know, they're like younger. They're right. just, they do a lot of like fun content that like, it's just not what we're used to. Cause you know, now that like Shonu and Hyunwon are done promoting, I like, I don't know when is the next time we're actually going to get anything from like, like legitimate content from the Monster X TikTok account. That's a good question. I, I mean, they it's are going to go gonna on be a doing, hiatus. They're doing more festivals. Yeah, but they never put those things up on TikTok. No. Yeah. They should. So. Uh, but they, I mean, there's no point. What like, do you mean? I. I don't know. Like, it's just not, like, to me, that's not, like, content that grabs a lot of attention. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I get you. But so, I don't know. Maybe, um, maybe like they'll get Amasa to do a challenge with them <laughs> for their upcoming comeback. Yeah, they might. That I mean, would be they fun. Do, yeah, they do do that. Yeah. So that's what I know. So yeah, they, their comeback is tomorrow, and we'll see what happens with this album. Yep. So speaking of Shunu and Hyungwon, they have. A- they have a show called Mon Travel, and they've been mm-hmm. having a lot of um, younger guests on. Um, and it's been really nice to see, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So they've had, like, Itzy and... Uh, I'm trying to think of who else was on there. I'm totally blanking. <laughs> See, it's funny that you think younger people have gone on. I always think of, like, older people, so... Hey, how, though? Who's older? Well, like, Bam I don't Bam. Know, like, like to me, like, Bam older. Bam... I mean, they're, like, more, like, Somewhere. like third gen. Like, yeah. for me, it's, like, just third gen. See, for me, it's been mostly fourth gen. Right. Well, we've been seeing a lot more, like, girl groups on. Yeah. But in particular, we had Kim Sejong and um, Tsuki, mm-hmm. which is really funny because I watched the zombie show she was on. It's kind of like a mock reality, kind of K-drama-esque comedy mm-hmm. show. It's just, it was really fucking funny in my opinion. <laughs> it's on mm-hmm. Netflix. Um, I don't know like anyone's names, but apparently it had... A member from, oh my god, my brain. The, like, love shows, the love reality shows they have. Oh I god. don't watch any of those, so I cannot help you. I can't, I haven't watched him either, but his name was, um, Dex on the show. Anyway, um, Suki was on there. nothing to me. I didn't know he was from that stupid show. I can't think of the name, oh. Anyway, um, it's really fucking funny. It's got a lot of comedians on there. Like, you know that short-haired, dark-haired lady? Uh, from, like, the... Remember when Monster X went on and they were, like, making food outside and Shonu broke the axe? Mm-hmm. That show. She's, like, one of the comedian okay. hosts. Okay. She's on there. Anyway, Suki, I never knew of Suki until that show. She's from mm-hmm. Beep or uh, Billy, right? So, so she was on there, 
And then Kim Sejong was on there, and I know her from Business Proposal. And then mm-hmm. I realized, oh, God, she's an idol, too. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which is not surprising. But, um, so she was on there promoting Top or Cliff, which is, like, mm-hmm. her title track. She released a full-length um, album called Door, which mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about on here because I thought her music has a really kind of refreshing feel to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like with K-pop, especially with, like, female singers, I feel like they get, for me, stuck into this, like, cyclical kind of genre Mm-hmm. It's like super poppy or super whatever, but mm-hmm. her hers just feels really organic. Mm-hmm. So I really liked it. Um, she wrote all the lyrics, and she helped with composition for nine of the tracks. Wow, good for her. Yeah, super um, talented. So if those of you don't know who she is, she was in IOI. Mm-hmm. And then she was part of a group called Gugudan as well. And she's done um, OSTs for Mr. Sunshine, Crash Landing on You, um, Record of Youth, Legend of the Blue Sea, The Uncanny Counter, and Business Proposal. So she's done a lot of work. Wait, she was on Crash Landing on... Wait, what? No, OST. Oh, OST. Okay. Yeah. So she's okay. in Business Proposal, and then she's in The Uncanny Counter as Okay, as that's why I got confused. Yeah. Okay, got it, got it. But it's funny, because I didn't know. Like, she's... Because I've watched Record of... I've pretty much watched all of those, except for Legend of the Blue Sea. Mm-hmm. And I have not watched The Uncanny Counter yet. I have not seen any of those dramas. Oh, they're... they're... Record of Youth, I don't know if I recommend. <laughs> Uh, you know what? I, I watched the first episode of Record of Youth. I like did not. I didn't even finish the first episode. I'm not no. even gonna lie. Yeah. But the rest, oh, Mr. Sunshine. I don't think you're fond of crying, but it's just so fucking good. But you will cry. Uh, I also started Mr. Sunshine. <laughs> I got 15 minutes no! into it, and no! I was like, "See you, bye, never oh again." Gosh. I even got I my dad to watch that shit. Oh, really? No, he was very Everybody, into it. I had a friend that was very, very into it, and she was appalled that I did not <laughs> give him more than 15 minutes. Listen. I'm like, listen, life is short. I refuse <laughs> to watch dramas that I don't like. That one. From the get-go. I recommend that one because everyone in it is so good. Like, even the supporting cast, even the people you're supposed to hate, you end up liking in the end. Like, they all have redeeming qualities. It is I did long. not even get that far. Kendra. I, I, I did know. not get that far. <laughs> it is long though, so that's probably why you're like, no. It's like twenty six um, episodes. I watch C dramas. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, which is remarkable to me because those are yeah. so long. But Yeah. Anyway. Um, so she was on the show. I thought she had amazing chemistry. Actually, all four of them, they were just really funny. Um, They were having a good time with their mock travel plans. 
Right. I love this show because I don't, like, they literally, Hyunwon and Shinwoo has, like, great chemistry with everybody. That's true. And they have great chemistry with each other. That is true. And it's just delightful. Everyone seems to be, like, really comfortable. Yeah. And just enjoying it. Very chill. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And I, I'm really happy to see a lot of female idols on this because I, it's a very like comforting, like their interactions are always very comfortable and comforting. There's never any weirdness or awkwardness. Right. Which I love. Yeah, I agree. I feel like the monsters are really good at that because they were really yeah. good with um, idol radio too. Yes, agreed. So. So we watched um, Topper Cliff music video. Mm-hmm. I, I did not watch it all. <laughs> and then mm-hmm. Jade's like, uh, did you watch it all? I was missing a lot. <laughs> yeah. See? Kendra's like, I, I only watched Jade. like the first 45 seconds. I was like, no, no, no. If seven, if seven minutes is a 16 episode season, I pulled a Jade and watched one. Yes. Yes, agreed. (laughs) But see, I just bullied you into watching like almost all of it where nobody could bully me into like watching a a drama. It's totally different commitment. I totally get it. Yeah, yeah. No, but this music video, well, because, uh, you know, we were talking about it. Like, first of all, what did you think of the song? Oh, I really like the song. Yeah. So again, like I discovered it on the Mon Travel show because I didn't know she was releasing music. Um, mm-hmm. So obviously her and Shonu were doing the dance challenge, mm-hmm. and I was very, like, in awe of how into it Shonu was. Yeah. So I, like, basically after that, I was like, okay, I'm going to go search this person. I'm going to look into right. her music. So I really like the choreography, right. especially, like, all her stages she's doing right now Yeah. for the live shows. Mm-hmm. One, she doesn't have shoes on. She's barefoot, mm-hmm. so it's like almost like um, like a contemporary, like a modern dance. modern yeah, yeah, which I think is really cool, mm-hmm. especially when we talk about K-pop and how how rigid it sometimes is in terms of like, well, you should do this, you should do that. Like, if you mm-hmm. lose a shoe during performance, like you know what I mean. So mm-hmm. it's just really cool to see her being able to like express it. Mm-hmm. Uh, in her own way. What do you think? Oh, I liked it. I did not. I did not make it all the way through her album. I think I was like halfway through, then I got distracted. So my intention is to actually. It's a long album. I think it it's is. almost fifty minutes. It's a full album. And is this? I don't even know. If, like I'm assuming this is not her first album. I don't even know. <laughs> Uh, good question. I don't... I really like her vibe. I really like her music. So, yeah, like, definitely we'll check her out more. Um, Definitely planning on finishing up the album. But the music video definitely really set her apart. Um, But I think it makes sense that she you know, does a lot of acting because the acting in this music video is pretty <laughs> spectacular. Yes. Very unexpected. 
it's very unexpected in a lot of different ways um i mean i at this point it should not be a spoiler but um i was slightly i don't want to say taken aback i was just really shocked at how violent the music video is yeah um it's not what you would expect I would not say. at all not at all um and yeah i mean the song and the lyrics did you know sound it's dark and moody it's a little bit more like r&b vibe um and the music video kind of like when it started you know like i had no clue <laughs> there's a sharp pivot that right. it was gonna turn that's why i'm like what are you talking about right <laughs> like, I, yeah i stopped when she's like in the kitchen like knocking plates to the floor i didn't think right. it was gonna take that kind of a turn correct you know especially where there was that part where she was kind of like dancing kind of like centrally by herself like in the i don't know like in a hall or a foyer or whatever and then it just like you know it just like like shifted into like a whole other sort of like dimension for me um so yeah it so that part of it was really kind of like jarring and shocking um i did not fully read into the lyrics but i did get this sense of like you know she she's being controlled or being undermined by people around her and she's trying to like fight for her like independence or you know showing people how strong she is or proving them wrong or not being held down by somebody else but it's just the way it's um, portrayed is in such a <laughs> yeah harsh Intense. yeah violent manner yeah i mean I guess it's not for the faint of heart if you're not into that kind of violence. Like, you know, I'm talking like and scripted. really Yeah, but it's also again like I'm I'm not just violent but graphic. Yes. I'm surprised at how graphic Like it there's is. a headshot like like very close to the camera. <laughs> I was right. like, "Whoa." And a lot of wow. blood. And yes. splatter, yeah. you know, that's what makes it kind of like jarring for me that like in a K-pop music video that you would like see so much gun violence, which I is would just say something I'm not used to. It's like you're watching a James Bond and not even James Bond. You need like a gorier version, but where yeah, he's it's literally kind of like the female version of John Wick. Yeah. Yeah. That yes, that's that we're better. In, right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So in her in this Forbes article, it said a short but intense melodrama about a mm. woman trapped in a mansion. She longs to burn down her beautiful prison. Sejong's sweet, raspy voice is so eerily soft and her moves so elegant during her violent yeah. escape. And it's tempting to believe she's merely imagining it. Right. So it's very unexpected. Very well done. I mean, she's, yes. she's, it's so weird, because like you said, this song is very, like, R&B, it's kind of sensual, mm -hmm. yeah. um, very fluid, her movements, her dancing's very fluid, and then you mm -hmm. have this very violent juxtaposition. 
Right. It's just really interesting. Yeah. Um, and then her... Because it's also, like, she's wearing this, like, what at the beginning looked like a... Like a wedding, wedding dress. dress. Right? Yeah. It's very flowy. It's kind of ethereal. It's very feminine and light. Angelic kind of feel. Correct. Yeah. And then she basically turns into this trained assassin and goes <laughs> on a murderous rampage and kills everyone in sight, you know, all while still looking like very everyone. graceful and very, like, ladylike at certain points, True. but, like, almost like an angel of death in a way. So it is a very interesting, um, it's a very interesting storyline. Yeah. The music video is, like, seven minutes long, mm-hmm. which I also was like, okay, that's telling something <laughs> right. right there. Um, yeah. But there's also this part where she is wrestling a man with a knife, and then the man mm-hmm. turns into her, and then she eventually mm-hmm. stabs the man. And it's like, okay, well, is that symbolism to, like, internal... Because, again, I if mean, you go by the Forbes article, she's trying to escape right. this mansion, but it's very beautiful. It's, like, alluring. So, like, right. are you trying to get rid of the part that still wants to be there? Right. So, you know, I think there's a lot of cool elements she did, or they did, in mm-hmm. the music video. And then it ends with her on the steps for, like, way too long smoking a cigarette. Correct. <laughs> it's just, like... Ass, what? like, she asked, like, <laughs> the mansion is burning Burning. from the inside and that's what i thought was kind of interesting because there were no flames inside everything it's like everything bad and Uh, everything that tortured her it's contained within that building that's how i interpret it okay and that's why like she didn't move away from it she literally sat on the steps to be that close to something that is and it's burning like intensely like because you see these huge multi-story flames true true but it's kind of like it's all encased into the building so i mean i it is a again very interesting storytelling there's definitely a lot of symbolism and you know and she's just like she doesn't look particularly happy she doesn't look particularly sad she doesn't really even look particularly relieved she almost looks to me very like matter of fact Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just, it's interesting. <laughs> it is very interesting. So, I, um, I'm gonna keep an eye on her because I'm very interested to see what she does in the future musically. It does mm-hmm. look like this is her first album. Oh, okay. So, she's had a ton of, like, singles and and some EPs. Right. But this is the first full album. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, like, I haven't really listened to her other music. From what I could sense, it feels a lot more, uh, (laughs) I don't know how to explain it. Like, bright? Well, you know what's really kind of interesting? Because I listened to the album first. I (laughs) did not get this darkness on top or cliff until I saw the music video. Yeah, it's the further song down. Itself, right, the song itself, it's not, like, did not give me that over, you know how some songs have that, like, overwhelming, like, sense of, like, heaviness and darkness and almost, like, dread? This song did not give me that feeling. 
No. That's why, you know, like the movie, like the music video turned it on its head. Yeah. What's interesting, too, is the title track is number six on the album, which is pretty atypical for K-pop. Mm-hmm. You know, normally it's like one, two, or three. Some are up, up top. Right. But yeah. I feel like Voyage and a lot of other songs before you get to Top or Clip is really light. Yeah. And happy. So it's a very yeah. different, like, juxtaposition. And mm-hmm. I think she did that on purpose because, again, in that same interview, she talks about, like, how the door symbolizes, like, what's behind it. Mm-hmm. And the key to get into it and stuff like that. Right. So I think she meant to to have this, like, double-sided thing portrayed. I mean, it sounds... Because I think it's because she's so intimately involved with the whole album. I think she put in a lot of thought as to how she wanted the album to progress. And, you know, things she wanted to, like, kind of, like... She wanted this build-up, maybe. Yeah. I think you're right. So. It's very cool. It's definitely... Like, I don't like every single song on there, but... Mm-hmm. Um, Jenga, which comes after Top or Cliff, is one of my favorites. Okay. Um, it has a really fun um, guitar riff. It's kind mm-hmm. of like the hook. Okay. So... I recommend that one. <laughs> okay. Kind of reminds me of Coldplay. Interesting. Um, there's a specific Coldplay song with a guitar riff like that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Very good. Anything else? No. I got nothing. I'm looking forward to listening to the rest of her album. Yeah. It's a good one. I put it on while I was doing some design stuff, and mm-hmm. it's pretty easy listening. Yeah. I mean, I listened, you know, I started the album, and I stopped at Top or Cliff. So I'm, like, halfway yeah. through. Yeah. <laughs> so. But, yeah, highly recommend checking her out. Um, If you don't know about her, now you do. So, right. <laughs> join the club. And then, so we have some comebacks that are coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, haven't really started yet, necessarily. Um, Oneness has their comeback on 926. Mm-hmm. But really all we have right now is the track list. Um, yes. And then they drop this interesting art story correct yes (laughs) so that was dropped today um Mm -hmm. i want to say it said it was made by was it made by a member or is it just portraying oh i have no idea i mean i they look like they're just portraying the members they yeah look like mermaids um I don't know if this is part of, is this part of their lore? I'm not familiar with their lore. I mean, as far as I know, no, but I could be wrong. I'm not super, super into their lore. Okay. Um, 
I don't know if this is going to be one of the versions. I have no clue. You know, like how version four, was it four? Of uh, Reason was the portrait stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm wondering if they're doing something like that. I would I mean, I would assume because it is. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what story artwork. I'm not. Like, I'm not sure what this is. I just was curious if this was part of their lore or if this just came completely came out of left field. I would have to ask Two Moon. Because right. to me, it's not. But I, like I said, I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I peruse a lot of fandoms, but I'm not always 100% in the know. Right. It's very interesting. It's a technically four-song mini, even though mm-hmm. one is an intro and the other is an epilogue. Right, and then they have a Spanish version of the title do. track. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. So the album is called La Dolce Vida. Did we say that? I don't know yeah, if we did. Yeah, I don't did. think so. <laughs> I was about to. <laughs> okay. Which yeah. is also funny because La Dolce Vida is like an Italian phrase, right? And then they have a Spanish song. Very yeah. interesting. So the... Um, I didn't write it down. What did you not write down? The title track is called... Um, Baila... Baya conmigo. Conmigo. Yep. I'm intrigued. Be I'm intrigued as well. Yeah. And I um, really know how it re- relates to the art, but that's okay. Right. Um, I don't know, but you know, it's kind of interesting because um, I don't know how long have they been working with like Hello82. So there's like a very large, looks like a U.S. distribution. Oh, really? So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, they're like doing exclusives with like Barnes & Noble, Walmart, Amazon, Target. They're doing like a pop-up event somewhere. So I'm excited for them. Yeah. I mean, any all that is all good things for them. Yeah. They did change their logo. So every comeback, they changed their Oneness logo for the comeback. Right. right. Um, so they have like a logo motion. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But and again, it it's just starting. Like there's... Yeah, it looks like there's two versions, right, of the album. An L version and a D version. <laughs> uh, that's what it looks oh, like. Oh, and a V version. So three. What is this? I cannot see. Photocar package sleeve. Maybe. So, three. Hmm. Uh, like two standard versions and then... Like a, maybe a polka version. That's what it looks like. The V version. Oh, it is. It's a polka. Uh, yeah, it is a polka album. So two standards and a polka 
So I'm excited for them. They're definitely like these colors are very much giving like water mermaid. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, Lost I mean, at sea. So that art, um, artwork literally shows them as mermaids. Well, it's really kind of interesting when they announced it in the artwork. I was like, is that like a, I thought that was a whale. Like there's like a tail in there. <laughs> yeah. But maybe that's like a mermaid tail. It could be because in other ones, they, they have full on tails. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Um, who else? Uh, I mean, when is this coming out? Oh, 9.26. Yeah, like, okay. relatively soon. So we're just ahead of schedule, because everything just started today, mm-hmm. if you look at the uh, schedule. Yeah. So it's kind of um, unfortunate, but we'll just always have to catch up. <laughs> yeah. That's how it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've is going to have their first mini album... Which is confusing to me because they had so many in the beginning. But I don't weren't... think it's a mini. It's 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 an EP, right? Is that, is that a mini album? Well, we, <laughs> so you and I have come to the conclusion that they're basically the same thing. Oh, okay. But technically, Because yes. I think previous ones were singles albums. Correct. Right? Yeah. Which is okay. why so they is went like... from single albums to a full length album. And now they're doing their first... EP. EP, yeah. So it's, it's a little wonky, but... It is. Um, they're Nothing actually... makes sense in K-pop. And they have three <laughs> title tracks. Yes. <laughs> like, excuse me? Right. <laughs> what is this? It literally says TT by all three. I'm like, <laughs> Right. Crazy. The first three songs, yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, so they're going to drop... Oh, I have to find it again. It's uh, October 13th. And it is called... Uh, I know. name? It kills me. I don't know why. I think they called it I've... Mine. I've Mine. Yes. Like, I'm like, why can't we just call it Mine? Why do you have I to put know. I've in there? Really trying to drive home this point. <laughs> I've... What was the first one? The... Last one. I've, I've? Yeah, God. <laughs> Killing me. I've, the first EP, I've, mine. Like, yes. give, give me a break. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I, I like I've. I like Starship and that, you know, like, I, they have a lot of the artists we like. But sometimes I just want to kick their team. Be like, what are you doing? But. Oh, it's dumb. I'm just going to say, I just, yeah, I'm not as nice as you. So. It's dumb. So, yeah. off the record, I think is going to be released first. I'm assuming they're going to release it in the way it's listed, off the record, then baddie, then either no. way. Actually, baddie's no. going to be last. Oh my gosh. Of I, know, I know. Because they, they released it, if you go to their website, or website, their Twitter uh-huh. Um, they released either way actually is first, then oh, okay. off the record, then Batty. Okay. So either way will be released on the twenty fifth of September. Off okay. the record is October sixth, and Batty is ten thirteen. 
Betty's their okay. actual title track. Okay. Yeah. Which is interesting. There's no ti- there's no like um, schedule yet. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. This is what we got. Um, and then I think they're doing a tour. Uh, Didn't they possibly? do Soul to kick it off? I Maybe. possibly. I don't know. I don't know either. I'm not sure. But. And then, of course, we have 17, who will also, they didn't give us a date yet, but it says end of October. Right. They are rumoring that, um, uh, wow. (laughs) Who's the one that had, huh? Oh, I was like, they're going to announce a tour. (laughs) Sorry. The, uh, the ACL injury. S-Coops. S-Coops, God. I'm thinking of, like, how you actually say his name, and it was throwing me off. Oh. (laughs) Sung. Is that how you say it? I don't know. I only call him Escoops because I don't know how to, like... Escoops. I don't really know how to, yeah, pronounce They're his name. rumoring that he will be recovered in time to participate in the October. But I don't know how that's possible because that's, like, a major... Well, he could sing. I don't think he's going to be dancing. I don't think he's going to be, like... I, I can't imagine harder. with, like, a he had ACL reconstruction, right? Yes. He had, like, yeah. ACL surgery. Uh, I, I don't know. I cannot, I don't know. I am not a medical doctor, but, you know, he could, like, record and do all that stuff. Maybe, though, like, he could be on stage for the performances, but I don't think he would be, like, dancing and stuff. I just thought any of that was would be surprising because it's a lot of recovery and pain, you know? I don't know. He just but... flew to Japan, so... Yeah, God. They, like, did they, like, bring him out on a chair? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, he was in a wheelchair. <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's why I'm just surprised, but... Yeah. And then... I don't know. They all got kidnapped on their way Correct. back from Japan, which is so fucking funny Correct. to me. Um, as part of their, um, it's a new like reality based that PD show. though. Uh, uh, I can't game remember ke- his name. No. Yeah, he's from the Game Caterers. Game Caterers, thank you. Um, when they're on Game Caterers, they must have drawn some prize or they put on a paper that they wanted to be part of Boys Over Flowers, which is some sort of. Uh, reality what yeah youth it's called youth over flowers i'm sorry sorry not the (laughs) k-drama yes but yeah they apparently you can only bring your passport and your phone so you have to like run around with a backpack for a long until they like kidnap you or something so then they decided to orchestrate this while they're on their way back from japan Mm-hmm. And Mingyu couldn't find his passport, and then they couldn't find mm-hmm. DK, and I don't even know. It just sounded like a hot mess. So they are... <sighs> they are a hot mess. <laughs> they are going to be recording that as well, or filming it. Right. Yeah. So, so lastly... But S-Coops flew back to Korea. 
he is not per he yeah. did not go to rome yeah, no he did not go to italy he is he is not participating in that correct too much for him but and last bit of news we have um crazy k-pop concert that jade went to Mm -hmm. So we want to know the lowdown, how to go. Uh, Well, (laughs) (laughs) Um, to be honest, um, I think anytime there's like a new event, it's always a little, I'm always skeptical. Right. So the fact that it actually happened (laughs) was like (laughs) the only thing I could have asked for, honestly. Um, it's kind of interesting because the, so I kind of want to talk about this in like multiple pieces. So I kind of just want to talk about the concert itself. Okay. The performances were fine. Um, it started with Gravity, then it was AB6, Kwon Yoon-bi, who is a soloist, I've, and then it ended with Shono and Hyunwon. Um, every group like really did really really well they were very enthusiastic you know it's kind of like what you would expect from any music festival you know they did the performances they had some engagement with people in the audience what was kind of interesting about this particular music festival is is that like um the different um fans which i noticed there's not like a huge amount of crossovers because um, there was definitely like weirder older men. Then there were also like there were literally like kids in the audience from Ive. Uh, and they like knew they danced and knew every single like word. So that was really, you know, that's always kind of like interesting to me. Um what was so that part of it was pretty good. There were definitely I guess, I don't know if they're just like first time event hiccups or just, I think the communication was really, really poor. Um, So I went with our friend Christine. Like the concert started at 7.30. Like we planned our whole entire day to be there at 7.30 and we got there at 7.30 and there was an opening act that we were completely unaware. Yeah. Like. I think I read that. Yeah. So that was <laughs> thumbs down. Like, we missed the beginning of the show. I literally was, like, confused when we got there. Um, because it was, like, we're already, like, the, the event has already started. I'm, like, why did it start? We're literally, we got there, like, we walked in at, like, 720, 725. I'm, like, this is bizarre. Do you think it was kind of like um, Hollywood? How they had like those beginner, like obviously they're in the main showcase, yeah, but, but then they yeah, did but their. I feel like for Hell You, they were up front. They were like, we're yeah. gonna have these people that start at five like, thirty. Yeah, yeah, but like, I don't know when the like I just do not see a schedule because all the schedules I've seen was like seven thirty gravity. So that's in my head is like that's when it started. So. I just feel like the communications was just very, very poor. Yeah. Um, there were two MCs, and that was also weird because, um, 
So when I went to when we were at Hyeju Pop, there was no MC, right? There was no MC. I don't think so. Yeah. When I was at at camp, there was no MC. Just like a when, translator. That's it. Correct. When we were at WeBridge, they brought a professional MC, which he was great, but he's like a television presenter. At Crazy K-Pop, there were actually two MCs. Also, completely unaware these two people was even going to be involved. Um, it was actually really odd. They were like MCs, but their their interactions with the groups were kind of weird. It was very much like there was a man and a woman. He spoke English. She only spoke Korean. So I think what they were doing was like these were like questions that they might have. No, I they were like reading from a script. They had like little cue cards that they would come up. He would basically like read a question to the group. In English, and then she would ask the question in Korean. It was really bizarre because at one point I was like, "Oh, is she the interpreter?" And people were like, "No, no, no, she said I'm C." I'm like, but like the engagement was very odd. It felt <laughs> weirdly forced. It was not like it didn't feel generic. It was just bizarre. Like I did not like that format. It felt like weird. Like he would make like. Weird little comments, and then she wouldn't say anything. So there was no like it wasn't like super <laughs> interactive. It's like yeah. you know what it is. It's like if I just went up and be like, "Oh, I'm gonna ask Shonu and Hyunwon a question and walk away." It was like bizarre. Um, so I thought that was like the concept was good to have an MC, but like the format, which how the MC engaged and was involved, was weird. And also, again, we. <laughs> Did not show up before, like at the actual start of the show. So we also had, like, there was no context whatsoever, and they obviously never like reintroduced themselves. So between like songs, like they just like pop up, so <laughs> and, like have this, have this sort of like weird, um, like to me just felt like, like not a supernatural like engagement. And and it was also kind of weird. There was no interaction between the two MCs, so they were like two separate people that like did their two separate things, kind of so like weird. you know, at the same time. Yeah, it was bizarre. Um, also, the timing was kind of weird because I guess this is honestly when I think about it now, it's really no different than any other festival we've gone to was like. Everybody sort of have a set time. Then there's like a gap in between, but it was like a big gap. So everyone got half an hour. Then there was like a 15 minute gap. So this is why like the concert started at originally started at 7:30. It was supposed to go like I think the Masters came on at like 10 or 10:30 or something like that. But then there were like bigger and bigger gaps that were forming. So after I've like finished. I literally was like, "Oh my god, we're gonna have to wait for like almost forty minutes for Hyunwon and Shonu to come up," but they kind of like shortened the gap and brought them out earlier. And then, like after Hyunwon and Shonu finished their last song, it was just like over. Yeah. Like we were all kind of like waiting and going like, 
is there gonna be like are the MCs coming back out like are they gonna do like a you know say goodbye is you know because normally they all come out on stage right like we're just all kind of like people started to leave and we're just all kind of like okay what's happening and the lights came on and i was like it was the most bizarre end to like (laughs) a concert ever it just like it literally just felt really abrupt it was just like okay it's it's over everybody go home now how did they do Um, it for um Weebridge or like well because there was there was an actual MC and he came out to say hey thank you everyone for coming blah 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 and it was over so the groups didn't come out just the MC no the MC just ended the night because obviously I only have Hollyoop to go by right Hollyoop they all came out to say goodbye Mm -hmm. so a little little different Which, (laughs) which I you know again like I I would have been fine if that wasn't the case, but I just thought, like, you have two MCs. Like, yeah. I feel like they should at least just come out, and it's your first time event. It was just, like, really poorly organized, and that's just, like, on the concert. Right. But I think the biggest fuck-up is, like, with the meet-and-greet and, like, the send-off, like, people who paid a lot of money for these yep. extra engagements. Um, I never do any of those things, so to me, I was completely unaffected. But, you know, people paid a lot of money for meet and greet, which, you know, there were issues with the meet and greet. Um, There were some issues with like just people run like their organization, you know, their timing, just like people feel like they didn't get the engagement that they thought they were going to have. Like people were rushed. And I think the biggest fuck up is, is that there was like a meet and greet package that had a send off. Yeah. And, like, everybody left. So it seems like the concert organizers, like, never conveyed to any of the participating groups that they were expected to stay on site for for send-off. Either, you know, so I think yeah. that's really problematic because people paid a lot of money yes, for these engagements. packages aren't cheap. No. I read an article that said... The meet and greets, you're supposed to have five people to each photo. Mm-hmm. And it ended up being like 10 or more people per photo. And okay. then the send off, um, only Quan UB came out. Right. And that was it. And right. everyone was like, what the fuck? Like, where's everyone else? And well, I, guess, I guess like Cravity yes. like, was doing a live while yes. the concert was still going on. So people were already like, what the hell's happening? Yeah. So, yeah. That's terrible. So. I mean, I understand that some things are not going to go according to plan when it's your first time. Even probably the second and third. You know, something's always going to... I feel like this is like a... This is strictly on the organizer. Yes. Bad communication all the way around. Like, there's no reason why the artist should not know that they are doing a send-off. You know, like, I guess there were a few that it was already said... that they Unless would not it was be never communicated to well, the that's artist what I'm saying. that, that like, was happening. How does that happen? How can you, in good conscience, sell packages when you know you haven't been in communication with the artist? And it almost seemed like they had because there were artists who were not participating in the send-off. And that okay. the fans I did knew not, that. I did not know. I 
I did not know that because again, it's something I never look into because it's just something I've never been in like interested in. Yeah. So do you know who was supposed to be at the send off? I don't think the article said who exactly. Right. Um, it right. just said that one of them, like they knew for sure, would not be able to attend the send off. Right. Um, but as far as everyone else knew, the others should have been there and they weren't. So everyone right. was like, what the fuck? And that's definitely on the organizers. That's insane. Right. And they all re- they all deserve a refund. Oh, absolutely. That's, that's ridiculous. Right. Like, I... as much as I can say, I didn't get to do meet and greet like that, but I got to do the high wave. And, like, obviously mm-hmm. that was cool. But for me, the send-off was even cooler because I got right. really lucky and I ended up in the aisle. Right. So, like, I literally had front and center viewpoints to everyone coming down. Right. Um, so I'd be very disappointed if that happened, you know? I know. Well, and it's kind of interesting because KCON was the previous weekend and people were very upset that they bought high touch and it was not high touch mm. um yeah it was so the plexiglass again correct correct so honestly i don't i don't really know what's going on at all of these events and the, you know obviously this is just strictly for um these like music concert events versus you know the group concert so this is these k-pop festivals um so i don't really know if it's just like the companies just feel like once they get the money they don't really actually care whether or not they're following through or they feel like it's not a technicality that truly matters yeah um you know, so it's it's really kind of tough to say. I I don't I you know, as a concert goer, like for the concert itself, I was completely fine with it because I've been to enough festivals to know like I'm only gonna get four or five songs. I'm only gonna get half an hour. So I was completely satisfied. I don't know about everybody else. It seems like people were satisfied with a concert. I feel like people are just like not fully satisfied with their engagements. Yeah. I totally understand though, because I don't know how much it costs for this one, but for KCON and the others, like it's not cheap to get those meet and greets. Correct. Also, I feel like KCON, you know, a lot of people complain about the set times for KCON because every group, I think most groups only perform like two songs. And I've been seeing, like, I saw a lot of people being, I cannot believe I, you know, that they only play two songs. And at the beginning I was like, I know, I mean, I don't know. Like, I feel like people's expectations for music shows i don't know if like our you know the attendees expectations are too high or you know events are evolving to provide less and less 
I've been seeing a lot of people sort of being dissatisfied. Yeah. So it's kind of, you know, it's hard to judge because, like, again, uh, to me, what would be the... Like, if you're paying, let's say, $250 extra for high-touch, how much is the difference between high-touch and high-wave to you? If you knew it was going to be high-touch and you're willing to go, are you not willing to go for a high-wave? Right. Um, Or is that worth half the money? Well, in my opinion, you don't get to dictate that. You don't get well, you don't get a choice. It is what it is. Like even though But I, I think part of it is is that they maybe it's a very small difference in verbiage. I think it's the fact that they sold high touch. So I think in people's minds there's a like you know, if you sell high touch versus high wave versus meet and greet like, in a meet and greet, are you expecting, like, personal interaction? I don't really know. Do you know what I mean? I I don't know. I don't think so, no. Because here's the thing. When I signed up, right, I bought high touch. I did not buy high right. wave, but this was before right. the pandemic hit. Correct. Um, obviously... I want to touch Shonu's hand. I want to touch Kian's hand. You know what I mean? Like, I signed up to be able to shake or high-five them. Right. But that's fine. You know, of course, them being behind a glass is kind of lame. I get it. Like, I've experienced it. Okay, but so I I have a question because you've done this before. Something you were looking looking forward to. Yeah. After the pandemic at KCON, you specifically bought high-touch. At KCON, they were behind plexiglass. How, as someone who's done this experience before, like now, like how would you feel about that? Now, knowing the times are different, you're would still, you be disappointed? No, because you're still face to face with them. I'm, I'm just not trying to be like dramatic over here. It's just you're still face to face with the idol. You're still getting that moment where you get to wave at them and make eye contact or smile. You know, like I think, I think for some people, they really wanted to touch them. Well, get over your fucking self. <laughs> That's all I have to say. I mean, I know you're paying a lot of money. I've been there. I get it. But at the end of the day, whatever policies have been set into place by the event people or whatever is what it is, and there's nothing you can do about it. So either try to make the most of it and have right. interactions with them. Or just don't buy it again. That's all I can say. Like, right. It, it is disappointing, of course. Like, I hoped by the time Monsex came to town that right. it wouldn't. Things would I didn't think a plexiglass was a thing. You know, I just figured I wouldn't get to touch them. Right. I didn't think there'd be a barrier, but it is what it is. I still made eye contact and literally had a moment with Juhan and... Got to smile at all the, I did the, you know, whatever the fuck to I am, and he did it back. Like, mm-hmm. that's what you get, and that's should be enough, because no matter what, mm-hmm. you're getting to interact with them. 
Okay, so let's go back to crazy K-pop. <laughs> yeah. At the meet and greet, you were expecting to take a photo with four other fans and your faves. Yeah. But now you're taking photos. Instead of five of you being in the photo, there's ten people in the photo. Yeah. Are you upset? I would probably be a little more upset about that because you're limiting any interaction I could have possibly had with them by putting but there more was... people... But, but see, for me, a meet and greet, like... I don't expect to even get to talk or have any interaction with them if I'm taking a photo. Usually you're right. ushered in, you sit on a chair. Right. If you're lucky... So what difference does it make if it's five people in a photo or ten people in a photo? Because five people in a photo, it means you might get closer to them. Ten people in a photo, you might be on the end <laughs> where you're not near them. I'm just saying. I, I, I would... I just, this is craziness to the me. The whole thing is a cash grab. We've it is a cash to, grab. Yeah, we've talked about this. Like, even the whole, um, that TTA, whatever, that's going to be in Japan. And they were selling, ex- yes. like, what you could decorate their room with. And then they decided yes. that was not okay. It's, right. everything's a cash grab. And it's all on it emotions. Is. Well, so. and I think this is where it becomes a problem because you, you know, people are paying a lot of money for these quote unquote engagements. So I guess, you know, at a certain point, do we, it's kind of weird. I guess I'd have I to. I feel like everyone has a different expectation, right? Yes. Because it's not just like, you know, for me, I just want like, for me, the concert is the only thing I want. Right. I want no up close and personal <laughs> nothing. Like yes. I'm not even looking at them in the eye, kind of thing. But like for other people, like they do want to be as close as possible. They want that moment. I think I think this is where I really have an issue with K-pop overall. Is is that people are going to these events for that moment? So I agree. People need to manage their expectations. I think they have unreasonable expectations for what they think they're going to get. I don't know how much they were paying for meet and greet for this, for crazy K-pop in general, or even K-Con. Um, you know, if you're spending... Like hundreds. I think they're... they're I, I'm, I'm guesstimating. I'm at least $200, 250 250 is only $100 more than what I got for Monster X. I think if you were to buy meet and greet or high touch send off whatever th- for an actual group concert, mm-hmm. totally mm-hmm. totally different. But when you're now dealing with this event organizer who's dealing with 10 bands or however many groups, in this case it was less and it was a shit show at last too. Um, you have to be mindful that, one, this is a new organizer. Two, this is probably going to be a shit show. <laughs> you know what I mean? And to have your expectations set low. And if it yeah, but exceeds for something it, great. like Yeah, but for something like KCON, that's been ongoing for years and years and years and years. So KCON, it was, the only downfall was that they had a, a plexiglass. Yes. Then I say it was the difference between high touch and high wave. Then I say 
get over yourself. That's all I can say. Honestly, for me, this is where me and you are so different. For me, like, I, I'm like, I don't see the difference between high touch and high wave. Well, that's And that meet and greet. No, no, no. no and the meet the and greet page. between five. Yeah, but I also, like, for me, no, there's no difference for me from changing from high touch to high wave. It's no different than going from five people to 10 people so in a photo. For like, you, to me, there is no difference. I Correct. think for you, okay, I'm going to say this. I agree with you that there isn't much of a difference between high wave to high touch or high touch to high wave. I think there could be a, a, a minuscule difference between five people to 10 people in a photo, but I don't think that's that big of a deal. So in that regard, I agree with you, but I, I also think that you and I are a little more level-headed when it comes to K-pop than most people, like we've talked before. A lot of these people are going into these events with super unrealistic shit in their head. Like, oh, I'm going to touch Shonu's hand and I'm going to be his baby, the baby mama afterwards. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's going to be so magical. He will never forget me. Like, right. I don't know what people are expecting from a high touch. You're literally just getting to high five them and you're going just as fast as you are in a high wave. So I don't, I don't really know why people I, I are so know. upset. It, I don't know. Like I get it. It kind of, it kind of sucks because it's not what you were expecting. Right. But at the end of the day, <laughs> it's not that different. You still get to see them. That's what you're paying for. But I see this is where I think people don't view it as you're seeing them. I think people are literally paying for like a personal interaction. But wait, and for them a, behind what, a plaque plexiglass, a it's not. I think they want to touch them. I think they literally want to touch them. Even if you touch so them for me. a millisecond, what Doesn't does matter. that get you? You don't wash a your hands for a year? worth of memories to be able to say, I touched so and so. Give me a fucking he break. Held my hand. No. I don't know. Like, listen, I, maybe it's because we're all international and we don't get to have those in person fan signs where I they think caress that's our what hands makes it worse. and touch our hands. This hair is why. And whisper sweet I am sweet telling nothings. you, <laughs> I think this makes it worse. It could be. I think this makes it worse because we don't have the access to them. But it's We do not have the access to them. So therefore, we... Okay, so our engagement with them is already limited. And the thing is, is that there's an expectation of fan service that is somehow, quote unquote, owed to the people that pay for access, right? We see the fan signs, which, you know, me and you have talked about why fan signs are the way they are, where, you know... International fans, I don't think we get a skewed perception of what we would expect from a fan sign and how we get, you know, I watch some of those clips and I'm just like, oh my God, I hope they're getting paid so much money. <laughs> like, this is like pain and suffering. But, you know, fan service, fan signs are a huge part of K-pop. And fan signs are really just you're paying for access. This is why they bring costumes. This is why they hold their hands. This is why, you know... It's like they gaze into their eyes and they fall in love. Like this is something that is completely foreign to us and it's inaccessible 
to us as international fans. This is why the closest thing we have to that in our environment is a high touch, right? High touch is the closest fan service interaction that we will ever get unless you go to, you know, unless you go to Korea and do one of these fan sites because a video call is different. This is why I think it's even more for certain people. That's why it's such a huge deal. That's why not being able to touch them is so hurtful to them. Money aside, never mind that you paid for it. It's the promise that you are going to be able to hold someone's hand or Listen. touch their hand, graze their fingers. I understand. Because you see this. I understand. And this is... However, I had that promise, right? I bought High Touch before it was right. ever a thing that we would not get to have that because of Corona. Correct. Like, I get it. Right. I had a fucking dream where, like, I don't know how, but Keon came down from the fucking stage and, like, held my hand while singing. It makes right. no sense. But I'm not sitting there thinking my highway or High Touch um, experience is going to be that. I'm sorry, like, I've seen videos of send-off and high-touch. You don't get to have that moment with them. It is literally two seconds of of shaking their hand or giving a high-five or whatever, and they're moving on to the next people in line. Like, they're just literally flying by you. So they need. that's where I'm saying I understand what you're saying, and I totally do agree to some point, but... As an international fan, I think you have to come to reality that that is never going to be our experience. All these places are going to sell us empty promises and we're going to get plexiglass and whatever else indefinitely until, you know, things get better. Right. So I, I think people need to come Adjust down from their the expectations. Clouds. Yeah. But... On the flip side of that, I do believe that these event organizers should be more careful with what they promise. Yes, I agree. And I think this is why so many people have an issue. Because when you sell a high touch, I think people have the expectations that I will be holding so-and-so's <laughs> hand, right? Yeah, yes. And then you pay all this money and you're just like, okay, I, what am I going to wear? What am I going to do? Like, I, you know, you go through the motions of like this excitement and then you go there and they're behind glass and you don't get that up close, like that personal touch and I think it, so I get why it's disappointing. So that's why, like, I wish they would have just said, you know, at KCON, it's, or they should have notified the fans ahead of time. Like, yeah. hey, due to the increase in cases or whatever, I think yes. people would be more understanding versus people are kind of, I feel like they just felt blindsided. No matter what, this is a money grab, right? Absolutely. Regardless. Yeah. But I think just at a point, these event organizers just need to be a little bit more upfront and better and yeah. transparent. Correct. Because here's the thing. It's not, it's like you're putting on this um, show, right? 
So it's mm-hmm. not like you're blind or you don't know any better to like Correct. policies or American whatever, whatever's happening right. or state of California laws. You know what I mean? Right. Like California yeah. is a little more um, uh, strict than other states. So you mm-hmm. sh- as the organizers, you should know better and then you should inform people. Send out mass emails right. that say, hey, right. you know, if you bought this package... Right. So shame on them. I do agree, and shame on K or crazy K-pop for not also communicating the expectations. Oh, I, and, right. <laughs> yeah, and shame on them for being done an hour early. So the the article says they end at, at like ten p.m. and they were supposed to do send off at eleven p.m. Which also caused confusion, because then people are like, well, what are we doing? Where are we supposed to go? I'm not even going to lie. I (laughs) like the fact that it ended early. And what's really interesting about, even though the concert, quote unquote, ended early, it's because what happened was everyone still had the same amount of time, but not everybody used their allotted half an hour. I see. Okay. So everyone still performed like four to six songs. Four to five songs. So it's not like we got less time. It's just that. And also, I think maybe they were hoping for more engagement between the MC and the groups. Like, I am telling you, those two MCs were the worst. There was, like, no engagement. It It was very stiff. So it was a lot of, like, question and answer because everything was sort of pre planned. Like, they're literally sort of, like, reading for from a script. They also, the MCs did not, because usually that's the people that kind of, like, paces out a show. Right. They were not good about it. They were not good at it. So they needed to hire more experienced people? I guess these two people are from YouTube. It says YouTuber GRE. Just random every day and Korean American rapper, unpretty rap star. Yes. So they were not like MCs or presenters, which again, the concept was great, but you like you did not hire the right person for the job. It also says so her name is Crazy Grace, but it also says we're introduced as the events MC and translator. Hyping up the crowd she... in between stage check performances. Uh, yeah, they <laughs> they did not do that. Uh, um, they did not do that. They, I, I'm really sorry. I hate to say this. They like had no personality. They had no personality. That's a all. shame. Yeah. They're. They're not, you could tell they're not professionals. And I don't know why the format was the way they were. Like, they literally, like, were reading questions. It just felt very forced. It was not, like, it was not great. They, yeah. If they were hired to, like, hype up the crowd and, like, (laughs) have this amazing engagement. Like, you know what else? They also did not engage with the crowd. That's weird. Yeah, they were terrible. Like, they were terrible. That is so weird. And I want to say this. I know, like, I come off, like, sounding kind of harsh. I just want to say, like, I've been to a lot of events. I used to produce events myself. So, 
like having the right MC really like elevates an event. And for this particular event, I think it actually like did not work out that way at all. I felt like the two people just you could tell they were they never really like hosted anything. Yeah. And hosting an event where you have to, like, engage multiple people, like, you have to engage, like, each other, you have to engage the crowd, you have to engage the people on the stage, like, and there, there was, like, no banter. Like, do you know what I mean? When yeah. there, when it felt, like, it just felt very, um, yeah, it was just... Awkward. I felt a little uncomfortable. It was, it felt forced. Like, it was just very odd, because at one point, I seriously just thought she was the interpreter, because she did not, she only, and she only asked the questions in Korean. So I would There's say. There's, like, no interaction. She was the interpreter. So she's the interpreter that's on the dude to be the MC. Yeah, but they were the both introduced as the MCs. And that's why it was confusing because she was literally next to him. It was just a weird, bizarre setup. But there's only room for improvement. I don't know if they'll do it again <laughs> next year, but um, there's definitely you know room for improvement. I guess it it depends on if they made money or not. I don't know. Listen, as long as like everybody that showed up that performed got paid, that's all I care about. Yeah. And for, you know, first-time events are hard. And, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. The venue was great, even though, you know, for me, Long Island, it's not, like, ideal. But it worked out pretty well for us. It's pretty easy in and out. Um, so I had, like, no issues with the venue. The staging was fine. The sound quality was fine. You know, the groups did the best they could. Gravity was great. Everybody was great. It was very, like, I enjoyed it. Um, you know, it was really great to see, like, um, I've live. Yeah. They were fantastic. Um, and, of course, I got to see my alt. So. And they were very, very cute. Yeah. 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 Those two as a unit. It's just so delightful. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Very funny, very laid back, you know. All smiles. So. Oh, yeah. Just good <laughs> vibes. Just good vibes. Shonu's there and just, Shonu's just like there, loving life. Hyunwon <laughs> is just there, loving life. Yep. Yeah. Very giggly, very, like, they're just so, like, dorky, but very, very charming. So, it's lovely. Yeah, I mean, I haven't got to see Shonu, so now you and Christine have, so. Oh, yeah, those two are, like, honestly, so gorgeous, so beautiful in person. Like, it's kind of upsetting how beautiful they are. Yeah, I can imagine. <sighs> yeah. And honestly, the girls of Ive so beautiful. Yeah, Oh. So beautiful, so bubbly great like personalities great engagement they were fantastic i would definitely see them again yeah i would love to see them i like their music me too i like them too like as individuals yeah 
And like they all sang live. Yeah. So which was great. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, great crowd engagement. So I was very happy. I just want like honestly, I want the XXL unit just to like promote forever. <laughs> if only, right? I know. I mean, he's, I mean... <laughs> they're going longer than I would have anticipated, so I'm happy. Me too. Yeah. They are, like, going on a mini world tour. Like, seriously. <laughs> they just keep yeah. getting added to more and more. I'm like, what is, what is happening oh my God. right now? <laughs> I know. They're doing M Countdown in Paris. Yeah. Like, I'm missing them by, like, 10 days. <gasps> oh, my God. That would have been so fun. I know. That would have been <laughs> funny. I would have just, like, I'd be, like, drag your hey, friend. friend. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Whether you like it or not. <laughs> no, she's the one that went to Mossax in New York City oh, with me. Oh, perfect. Yeah. There mm-hmm. we go. Yeah. Ah, poop. Pulling the stars aligned. <laughs> I know. See, the K-pop gods are not always on my side, but... They're also going to Poland. I think they're... Are they going to Poland twice? Are they going twice? I haven't heard that I one. feel like they might be going twice because I know they're going in a couple of weeks. And then I thought they were announced at a different K-pop festival in October. Oh. So, yeah. They're... I love this for them. Yeah. I love this so much. And I love that they got a week off between because, like, they did KCON camp in Mexico City. And yep. then they came to New York. So they got a few days off, which so de- well deserved. So I'm really happy. Yeah, they're busy. They are busy. <laughs> and then, you know, the monsters. There's only three remaining monsters. They're just all acting wild. Yep. But we love it. We got fucking I it. am taking off his shirt mid-performance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Broke the He internet. got hot. <laughs> yes. He was hot. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, recolored his tattoo on his back. We all know now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, good shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he looked very, very happy performing. He looked really, really happy performing, yeah. and he's got another concert in October. Is that oh. correct? I think. Um, I can't keep track another, of like, so much. Sort of like K R and B kind of. Okay. Um, music festival. I think it's like a two-day festival. Yeah, and we were barely over that. Then <laughs> yesterday, Shona wore a uh, mesh. mesh tank top that, like, <laughs> again, just, I don't even know what happened. Broke the internet, in my opinion. Yeah. It's just been everywhere. It is everywhere. So, and they are going crazy. Let's put it that way. We are well fed, <laughs> right? Because then he, well, before that, I mean, they've been really busy. So the Masa still have Mama Go, and then Shonu and Hyunwan has um, the Montropical Travel Agency or whatever it's called, and then Hyunwan's new YouTube oh, yeah. show started. Yep, the Drifting Life. Is I that have, what it's called? Or is Life that? With no Plan? I have no idea. Yeah. And then his drama is finally coming out this week. I am so excited. 20 years later. I know, but it's okay. Um, and it's going to be on Vicky, so I'm excited. 
And then he went to like a Stone Island event and then Shonu showed up at like a Canada Goose event. And then, yeah, they went to a festival and Shonu took off a layer and like broke everyone. (laughs) Dude, there's so much going on. It's amazing. So much going on. I I love it because, you know, again, we're going to go into a lull. So we'll take as much as, as we could get. Shona's booked and busy, so I'm hoping he'll keep us going. And I am too. He's just a little more quiet. Yeah. Yeah. But we never um, know what, what he has in store, so. Right. I mean, the th- I think the three of them went to dinner. Aww. Not that well, because when Shonu and Hyungwon were gone, <laughs> I am like, when are you people coming home? Hyung, come home. Right. <laughs> Which is very funny. I was thinking about this, you know, like, because everyone's saying how Shonu is, like, living at the non-snoring dorm. I'm like, yeah, he probably moved in, so, like, I am wouldn't have to be by himself. Yeah. Yeah. But, I so. mean, so what about Hyungwon for now? Where's he at? I have no idea. I'm assuming he's at the other... He's I'm still in the snoring still dorm? At, yeah. By, by himself? himself. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Uh, and at the rate this is going, he's never enlisting. Right. So. <laughs> I'll uh, take it. It's all good. I will take it. I will take this as long as, you know, we can. I think so. Mom, baby, want him to go as soon as possible. So then everyone comes back as soon as possible. But I still I, it's don't just, mind. It's not going to it's not going to work out that way. I mean, I am. It's not going to go until they all come back anyway. So. Like, it right. is what it is at this point. Plus, everyone's so. kind of staggered to some degree anyway, so what's another Listen, couple months? Even the monsters in the military are thriving, so. <laughs> yes. They yeah. all are living their best lives, which is very cute. They I'm very happy really, for them. Really are, yeah. So, everyone's doing well for now. That's all we could hope for. That's all I got. And then the next few weeks, you know, we'll start filling in with other people. Because, you know, it's going to get to a point where the monsters will be very quiet. But we'll have others to keep us engaged. And entertained. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, honestly, I was very entertained by seeing Yu Taeyang of SF9 at um, the Coach um, New York Fashion Week event. Yeah. He looked amazing he, in his tiny little metallic tabby. Yeah. Very cute. Yeah. He looked... I love that for him. So good. Yeah. So. Everyone's thriving, in my opinion. Everyone's doing really I well. love this. I This is what we want. You know, not just like our faves. We want everyone to thrive. Yeah. Because we're not bitter bitches. <laughs> so... <laughs> indeed yeah and i love how we young's breaking the internet with his sister's mumu oh my goodness i still am like what (laughs) oh my twitter timeline was very funny today i was like oh my god this is what's happening in my life okay i was so confused when i first saw it on twitter yesterday because i was like who is that and i was like is that weird Because I guess, yes. you know, his hair is pretty yeah. um, notable. 
Yeah. And then I realized, oh my oh, god. Oh, by the way, his hair is looking so perfect right now. So He's like long. my favorite hair. It's the longest. I, I think. love this on yeah, yeah, I love this look on him. Well, I was so surprised that he like gets up out of the video and like adjusts <laughs> the light and then yeah. decides, nope, it's still bad and gets up and does it again. Uh-huh. And I was like, that man gives zero shits and I'm no, so he for doesn't it. Care. Yeah. <laughs> like He's like, you. I just want to be comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Some air circulating. Oh, so funny. <laughs> so yeah. funny. Listen, everybody's living their best lives. So that's all we want. I agree. Because um, pretty soon, I think two members are being, um, are coming out of enlistment. Yes. October. Very soon. I know. Very soon. Yeah. So maybe there'll be a comeback soon. They're speculating, but I have no idea. Right. I mean, no matter what, they have to have time to record. (laughs) Correct. So it'll be a minute, but I mean, I'd love a comeback. Yeah. Lots to look forward to. Yep. We're never bored. Nope. So, I think that concludes episode 61. Jade's got to make it to dinner. <laughs> yes. So, um, please, you know, like, subscribe to us on whatever platform you're listening. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, if you have any comments or suggestions or anything you want us to talk about, you can email us at the K-pop Corner Podcast at gmail.com. Or you can DM me on Twitter at K-pop Corner Pod, or you can find either of us on TikTok at K-pop Corner Podcast and Jade at MXBEBE twenty twenty one. We're very friendly. We will definitely talk to you, so don't hesitate. And as always, thank you so much. See you next time at the K-pop Corner. Bye. Bye.